Hi, I'm Dennis. Hi, I'm Linda. And welcome to the Next Gen Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. So, Dennis, it's lovely to see you again. It seems like ages. The um, the days are just running past us and it's nearly time to uh, enjoy some festive um Festive drinks, I think. So um, you've been busy, have you? Yes. Well, it's always busy this time of the year. Um, I, I'm teaching part-time and I'm winding down the term at uh, the university. So I have lots of term papers to mark. And then also, uh, in terms of my copywriting business, believe it or not, this is when a lot of big projects come in, big work assignments come in. And I, I got a big work assignment uh, at the end of last week, and um, and of course, they uh, these people always have this very fixed uh, deadline, you know. So I've got this. I feel it's a really unrealistic deadline, but um, December the twenty second, they want it done. But uh, I just have to work with it. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm particularly lucky because, as I say, um, I can choose and not choose when to work with my clients, and they're all you know slowing down for Christmas so and the small business community network we had our um our little Xmas party last night so I have a lot of admin to do I don't like admin I have someone to do motivational steps but I have to do the other business this brings us nicely into our topic for um this podcast Dennis um it's like planning for a a better if we have one work-life balance for 2023 and I know I'm very bad at having a work-life balance. How are you with this? Um, I think I'm. it's still a learning process for me, I would say. Um, it's kind of interesting because, you know, as a result of COVID, many of us have made the transition to working remotely or mo- working virtually online from home, right? And the, I think... I, initially, there was the thinking behind it was that this would result in people being more productive and also having better management of their time and achieving a much better balance between their personal life and their work life. But in my experience, and then this has been backed up by what I've read uh, in research, um, Many people have found that, uh, number one, they're working much harder (laughs) from home. And number two, they're not necessarily as productive as they would like to be working from home. That's interesting. That's interesting because, again, we can't can't say that to everybody. And obviously the research didn't say that. I work primarily from home all the time at the moment because I'm just getting into, you know, meeting clients. Um, I need to travel to meet a lot of my clients because a lot of them are in Europe and the States. But um, if I take Dave, my business partner, for for an instance, he spends four days in the office and, you know, one day at home now. He's got into a nice routine working every day. But I'm finding um, a lot of people in that office environment, the corporate world, work, 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 and don't look at the time of the clock, especially when it's a global company. And so Dave's very careful not to get into that trap to say, hey, Linda, you know, I'm going to miss up, I'm going to work till 8 o'clock tonight because he starts very early in the morning. 
how do you think um, our listeners can make a really, um, how can I say this, make a goal, set a goal that they're going to stick to so they have a work-life balance? What would the reason be, do you think, Dennis, that, that they'd, they'd want to kind of balance out their work and their you know, personal time? Well, I suppose the obvious one would be, uh, the obvious reason would be um, the question of stress. Um, there's no doubt that if you're on the go all the time worrying about work, you have uh, a much greater likelihood to be uh, stress, uh, stressed out. And also that has a real, uh, you know, in a real impact on your health, right? Your physical as well as mental health, right? And so that's not really that good. The other thing is, I actually think that if you are on the go all the time, you're not as productive as you think you are. Um, uh, again, this is backed up by studies. They find that people, um, once they reach the eight-hour threshold for a day, their productivity typically drops off, right? Um, it, and that can range from physical type work to kind of work that involves a lot of mental um, mental calculations, that sort of thing. Um, after about eight eight hours, we seem to reach a kind of um, a kind of dead end, and um, <laughs> our productivity drops off. So, um, yeah, I, I actually think you know it sounds counterintuitive, but we are in fact less productive uh, if we if we kind of like work too hard all the time. It's not really good. The other thing is, I suppose, um, the most important thing is um, we need to achieve this balance um, so that we can show up in our relationships outside of work, you know, family relationships, uh, love relationships, uh, friendships. Um, if we're constantly preoccupied with work, um, it means that we are not really there for the people who really are important in our lives. And, um, yeah, I think that that's a key. So what I tend to do, because obviously I love to look after my health, um, you know, obviously I've had some serious illnesses, so I've got to look after my health, but I always have. Uh, because I knew we were doing this podcast tonight, I took a little break round about four, you know, till uh, Dave come home from supper. I took some time for me. Um, from the subject of the how, Dennis, it's funny because I went to another virtual networking event at lunchtime and we were talking about setting goals and how people don't really take them seriously. Yes, obviously, you can change those goals over time if you find they're not working. But I wonder why we find it more difficult to set goals in the future. I'm talking about setting goals for 2023 for those of us who want a better work-life balance. I wonder why some people find it more difficult to do that, Dennis, work ahead and plan ahead, because I think it's all about prioritising. Um, I it's, it's a bit difficult for me to answer that one because – I actually, I typically do plan ahead, right? I, I do have, I have a long-term vision about where I want to be, say, in about 10 years. And then I have shorter-term visions about what I need to, the, the steps I need to take in order to meet that long-term goal. Um, I suppose the, um, the answer that occurs to me um, straight away is, I think a lot of people, 
and I would have said this would have been true of myself maybe five or six years ago. A lot of people are so caught up in just like the day-to-day, like um, getting by with their work or getting by with life in general on a day-to-day basis, making sure that they have enough money to pay the rent or pay uh, pay the car, pay for the car or, or for the mortgage, whatever, right? It's very hard to sort of think more than two steps ahead of yourself, really. It's a good thought. Yeah, I, I can see it from two perspectives because before I I started my first business 20-odd years ago and then my second one three years later, I wasn't a business owner, but I wasn't a full-time mum anymore because I'd gone through a divorce. I was working three jobs. One of those jobs was in a shoe store. And when I first started, it's a 12-hour day. Let me go back. One of those jobs was uh, in a shoe store and it was a 12-hour day. But my day didn't finish when I got home because obviously, you know, the children weren't old enough to do everything. They were old enough to look after themselves. So I couldn't, you know, do this work-life balancing because I was all over the place. Um, But again, talking about when you're in business, you have a lot of choices. You have a lot of choices to say, well, how many appointments do I want to book in one day? Or, you know, you mentioned you've got a deadline coming up for 22nd of December. Um, are you able to change that deadline if you feel that it's, you know, stressing you out? So I think personally, you know, it's about choices we make. Now, if you're in the corporate world and you've got a really mean manager and he gets the whip out and he said, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, you're in a bit of a tricky situation because he obviously doesn't like you in the first place if he's getting the whip out <laughs> and you don't want to get fired. Um, so I know it's not possible for everybody. Talking about, you know, small business owners in particular, I think they do have a choice, Dennis, because if they get stressed out, if they take too much time working and don't find time for family, friends, eating and healthy things like that, you know, basically they could burn out. So I think my message to our listeners is it's about the choices you make now to change your lifestyle and your work ethics for 2023. And, yeah, we all do have a choice, Dennis, and sometimes it's greed. We've got to make more money, and I don't think that's going to help us if we're dead, do you? Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. Um, It kind of reminds me of – I don't know if you've ever um, watched uh, these films or these videos of um, older people, like in their 80s or 90s, and they're more or less in the last uh, stages of their lives – and like the interviewers ask him, oh, yeah, do, do you have any regrets about your life, blah, 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 looking back, blah, blah, blah. I have never yet watched any video of anyone in the last stages of their life saying, you know what? I really wish I'd put in more hours at the office. So I really wish I'd worked harder. You know, most people they regret not having fulfilled kind of ambitions that they had or personal vocations that they had or spending more time with their family or, you know, having a much more fulfilling love life, that sort of thing, right? But no one sort of says, oh, I wish I had, you know, put in more hours for the boss, you know? No, (laughs) doesn't happen. You are so right, Dennis. So what I'd like to do, I'd like to offer some some ideas of how, especially if you're a, you know, a small business owner, as I say, when you work in the corporate world, it's a little bit difficult depending off your man if your manager likes you or not. But basically I think there's I think or human rights if if it gets that bad. <laughs> so yeah, what I'd like to, to share with people is basically 
We're coming up to 2023 and it's been a horrible couple of years. And basically, it's not over yet because our immune systems need to get strong. So basically, what I'd love people to do is say to themselves, well, you know, if I can choose my own hours, I choose to, you know, have breakfast first and then, you know, go to my office or my home office and basically make sure, you know, that I uh, find time for my lunch. Now, what Dave used to do when he was working from home during COVID, we used to have lunch together in the house and I found I was the one to remind him, you know. So if you've got somebody in your home office who can remind you to eat lunch. As for working after 5 o'clock or after 6 o'clock, it depends on the business, doesn't it, Dennis? So if you've got the kind of business here where you've got to go out and see clients at all hours, say you're a realtor, okay, and you've got to see clients about selling a house on the evening, I would definitely suggest to pop in your calendar, to set a goal in your calendar, write it down as an appointment, take two hours for lunch because you're probably going to be working till eight or nine overnight. So if you write it down in your calendar, you can see it. It's set as a goal. I don't know what you think of my tips, Dennis, but they really, really work for me. No, I definitely uh, see uh, a great deal of value in them. I, it kind of like re, uh, reminds me of uh, a, a piece of advice that I read from um, Simon Sinek. You know, Simon Sinek is the um, the guy who does all these TED Talks, the business guru, whatever, right? I mean, I don't always agree with everything he says, but I do think he was right on this. He was saying how his mistake um, was that he would always treat things that were important to him, to his mind, uh, to his body, or to who he was as a person, as things that he could only do or that he was only supposed to do off hours or on weekends. And this idea that he had to give the best of his time to his work day, right? Um, you know, Monday to Friday, right? And I actually think that that's, that's um, a very good point. Basically, it implies this idea of you deciding when you need to do certain things. Like in your example, you were saying you have certain priorities that you uh, map out in your in your plan for the week or for the day, right? But it, I also think you ha also have to plan to do other things. Like, for example, I had a very, very productive day today. This morning, um, I was up early. I went out for a walk for about an hour, came back in. Um, I um, The first thing I did, I, I took care of um, like a writing assignment, spent about two hours. Then I took a break. I exercised for about half an hour, um, had my breakfast, then went back to work again. Then afterwards, I took a break and I did some voiceover practice for my other side, the other side of my business, and then went back to work. And it was just like I felt like I was in a flow, doing things that were important to me at the same time, you know, doing the work that I needed to do. Right. So I, I think, in a way, we have to, in a way, think of ourselves and what makes us tick as human beings as also being important, as important as say, um, making bacon, right? <laughs> no, making bacon, sorry, bringing home the bacon, sorry. Making bacon means something different. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love it. You can make a bacon sandwich for breakfast. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to say bringing home the bacon, i.e. working, right? But, um, yeah, making bacon is something totally different. <laughs> 
sorry, but do you feel that after your hour's walk and you said you got up early, um, so that hour's walk, I would imagine, cleared all the cobwebs, you know, woke you up completely and you felt really energised. You know what I do? And this is because during COVID, I did have some, some um, what would you call it, anxiety. So I did have counselling and stuff like that, and it stuck with what they told me. So do what works for me. So for those businesses out there that think, okay, I've got to do what works for the business, like you've just said, it has to work for us, Dennis. So what I tend to do is say, okay, then, so I've just you know, written a really big article and I've, I've got to the deadline, it's ready to go and all the rest of it. So then I will go shopping, I'll go to the mall, I'll wander around, I'll have a coffee on my own, I like my own company. I don't necessarily buy anything, but I love to wander around and, and look into the shop windows and go, oh, I may buy that next week. And then when I get back home, I have a cup of coffee and I start work again. And it's healthy, it's healthy as you went out for a walk in the fresh air, I walk around the mall. It's healthy. Well, I think the problem is here, people are not thinking about 2023 already. They're, they're thinking about the here and now. And I think that's a problem for most businesses. They've got a, the deadlines. They've got to, you know, only maybe have three days off for the Christmas holiday. But if they start planning now, and you see, I'm a believer like you, put everything in my calendar when I'm going to the doctors, you know, what time I'm going to have lunch, but also there is emergencies come up where you need some space for that emergency. In our case, it could be one of our, you know, adult children needs a ride to the doctors or something like that. If we don't leave space for those kinds of things in our calendar, it creates stress. So again, the work-life balance, I believe, should be written down in our calendars as a goal. And we won't always keep to it, obviously, but at least it gives us a better idea and takes the stress away. So I would urge everybody to start planning for 2023 now. When you say you get up early, are you one of these people that works better at five o'clock in the morning? Um, I, I, well, I don't always get up that early, quite so early. But um, yeah, it, it is true. I, I am one of those people I wouldn't say I work better in the morning because I can also work in the evening as well. I, I like the idea of having the flexibility and the freedom to um, to kind of like choose my hours, right? So, yeah, I, I tend to work in spurts. And uh, I, I suppose this goes back to what I was saying earlier about this importance, uh, the importance of kind of like making sure that there's a nice smooth transition or flow between your personal life and also work. And so with me, I like the flexibility of being able to say, work for four hours intensively in the morning and then say, taking a break and then maybe do stuff unrelated to work and then going back an hour or maybe two hours later and then maybe working until the evening and then knocking off in the evening and just relaxing and then being able to get up early in the morning as well. Another thing that I... Um, that I started doing a couple of uh, months ago, which I had been neglecting as uh, because of the COVID pandemic, not being able to get out and socialize as much as I was able to pre previously. I started doing um, exercise, like going I go going to a sports club um, once or twice a week, and then on Thursday evenings I. I, I've been taking swimming lessons and um, and it's just wonderful. Like um, I, it's totally unrelated to work, totally, and it's just something I'm doing. 
there's a good, healthy physical activity. I'm interacting with a bunch of other people who are also doing swimming, right? And um, it's very, very, it's a very nice way of uh, relaxing <laughs> and blowing off steam. But you and I have have worked out a good work-life balance, uh, meaning basically, if there's an emergency, it's impossible to you know to balance it all. But we don't have emergencies every day, so. What would be, you know, something that people will maybe take to heart that you could share with us, Dennis, about planning for 2023 and how they can, you know, balance their work and families, you know, nicely, if not evenly, just a little bit better? Well, I would suggest in a general sense, not to kind of like be unrealistic. You, um, you cannot do everything. And so because of that, you have to figure out what your priorities are, both in terms of your work and your business, but also in terms of your personal life. That has to be a priority as well, your personal life, because if you um, are not a full human being, a fully developed human being with a full life, you're not really going to have, you know, enough energy or enough kind of of yourself within the business you you know like you've got to show up be able to show up and the way to show up is to have a full life meaning with your friends with your family your loved ones uh recreational activities your your personal kind of ambitions or ways of ex- uh, self-expression that sort of thing you have to have that that part of your your needs uh, uh, you have to meet those needs right those are just as important as um you know, going out to work and building your business. I think that's wonderful. That's a lovely way to end this because um, you've nailed it. You've got it a lot better than me, actually. <laughs> you, you've got a really, really good work-life balance. Um, so we'll be back again um, soon with another um, topic and we've got a load of topics lined up and we're always looking for guests, aren't we, Dennis? So for tonight, yeah, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.